0: time to time that ask us about break-in, burn-in on headphones. Cables are the same thing, break-in cables. Um, you know, people tend to be familiar with burn-in on screens, like flat screens, OLED, LCDs, where you have the same image or whatever on a screen and it becomes permanent at years go by, right? Like, like when you go to, like we talked about airports, you know, you go and you see mm. if they ever change the screen or the layout, you still yeah. see the old the old grid pattern from what
1: they had on there. I so, saw that a few times. Yeah. I saw it was like a TV that was broken at one of those like airport terminal things. And um, the TV was off, but you still saw text <laughs> yeah, right. on it, right? It yeah. wasn't lit up. It wasn't illuminated, but you could see the, the distortion in the panel. That has gotten better, though, in yeah. newer models. Yeah. They, they, they used
2: to burn in way easier. Yeah,
0: they've come up with novel ways to to, I guess, to save the pixels from... To mitigate it. Yeah, right, which we could talk a little bit about pixels if you want to cover a little bit about what
1: the cause of of that is. For the most part, it's a software approach. Very different uh, end result for OLED burn-in and a mechanical burn-in for a headphone. Um, But people kind of associate them as the same thing. For OLED TVs, it's really just the pixels being used. So it's not so much that you're displaying a static image, it's just the fact that this pixel is being used and the one next to it isn't. When it's being used, it wears a little bit, right? And so now you display a a solid, like a flat image, and all the pixels are supposed to light up evenly, but one got used and the other one didn't. So they wore a little differently. They have different levels of, of use to them, and you could see different brightness differences. It doesn't really work that way. With headphones. Yeah. It doesn't. You can't
0: unevenly break them in. <laughs> well, they don't. First of all, headphones don't have pixels. <laughs> well, yeah. Right. Some may say they have pixie dust, but that's all different. We don't way.
1: have like a small segment that you can only use at a time. Um, yeah. Pretty much anything you play through it, it uses the whole thing and it causes some degree of break in, you could say. And some people say that that's not real in drivers, that break in doesn't exist. Uh, that's very easy to disprove you can measure it now it depends on the driver how much they exhibit different drivers exhibit from practically no to very considerable differences from break in but on our headphones you can indeed measure the break in yeah. uh, it's not well, that hard you to have, do assuming you
0: have the means to measure yeah. it sure you know and uh, i mean even like if you think about it like a tweeter people can't even picture like a tweeter oh yeah. or a speaker breaking in yeah, but yeah. I imagine over time they do, too. I mean, what, what people don't understand is, what what they're not really understanding is that the, it's not just, a speaker's not just that, that, dry, that cone you see or yeah, that whole surface system. you see. Yeah, you've got adhesives you're dealing with. It's a mechanical system. It moves, all right? So the material can stretch, give in different directions depending on how it was extruded or whatever. There's, there's all kinds of reasons why a material may vary over time given mechanical motion and uh you know so to say that something doesn't break in is really kind of not true because all everything breaks in if you ask me i mean in terms of something physically made when you're changing whether it's a mechanical motion temperature variations whatever when you're flexing the material in some way you're changing it slightly you're changing its dimensions or the way it's fastened you're changing the way it's held you know and I mean, there's not, I mean, unless you weld steel to steel, right? We've got, it's all one piece, right? I could see where you could say, okay,
1: that piece
0: doesn't break in.
1: Well, even then you get fatigue. But
0: yeah. everything around it does. Well, that's true. You'll get fatigue through the welds.
1: Yeah, uh, tanks don't last forever. Right. From pressurizing yeah. and depressurizing, they need to be replaced. They need to be inspected, like the, airplanes.
0: The welded material, the what you're using for the welding is probably different material than the actual metal itself.
1: Right? Right. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah but it's probably
0: yeah. it could be similar but not exact.
1: But it's a common issue in industry. People are probably unaware, but any pressure vessel needs to be inspected for cracks and damage, fatigue and intermittently replaced because they will fail and th- that causes deaths. If a pressure vessel goes off if it's a big one, depends yeah. on what it's holding. Yeah, That's a big true. one like an airplane, yeah. is right. So even a steel tank, <laughs> even a radial tank wears. wears, yeah,
0: or, or fatigues or changes or and breaks it's in so to speak.
2: Yeah. Well, in the US what we do with our planes is after so many Pressurizations, we give them to other countries (laughs) that have. Do they take them?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or you use them as a cargo plane, and you don't Uh, pressurize them anymore. Ah, right. Yeah, because at some point the shell is no longer rated to handle continual repressurizations and the fatigue associated.
0: Yeah, and you got you know not only that I mean you think of other materials if if anything any there's any friction point involved where you got materials rubbing, then obviously there's a wear point there. Which, you, I mean, you don't really see in drivers or speaker designs, but I'm talking about other things. But bottom line is that, um, you yeah, a break-in, this affects the frequency response or subtly even what, how the ear perceives the um, overall picture that this speaker driver or speaker system is giving you. You know, your, 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 your brain is reproducing an actual image. And it's doing it from the information it's getting, and it's a lot of subtle information that sets that up. So, you know, the break-in
2: affects subtle information. That's what it does. I think the uh, easiest example uh, is uh, subwoofers. It's massively obvious it's subs. Like, you get them brand new. They're stiff as hell. And it's like, yeah, this thing's not making any bass. It sucks, you know. But eventually, yeah, they'll... It'll, you'll you'll hear it, you know. Yeah, so.
0: when you and if you ever push one of those drivers in with your hell hand, yeah. they're stiff as hell. You could practically on a subwoofer driver, you could probably stand on it. Car subs are would be the a same lot thing. Of, yeah. The suspension and see people need to understand it. It's designed like that. Like they know the materials they're making, the thickness of the surrounds and the spiders. Right, the the manufacturer knows how it's going to break in. They already know. They've already done that testing, so they know they need to start stiff to get to their final whatever the suspension they want to be is you know what i mean you can't you they don't expect it to stay the same from new well they know it it won't won't happen (laughs) yeah Yeah. so they've already got that planned out and it's the same with us with you know when we design something we we understand because we've done it so many times we've made these parts before and we we have parts here that were made similarly that years ago to compare to we know where these things are going to go yeah so we can compensate
1: planar magnetic drivers typically don't break in or wear to the same level of, like, a subwoofer. Yeah, no, no. Uh, Nowhere near as extreme, but that's not to say it doesn't (laughs) happen. Obviously, at some point, you need to retain the diaphragm. It needs to be tensioned and fastened somehow mechanically, and that part is typically stationary. But the diaphragm does move. Not much, but it's not zero. Uh, So there's that interface between the part that has motion and the part that does not, and that flexes, distorts, wears, um, and... To some extent, it depends on how you retain it, but um, that very much changes um, how easy the diaphragm can move over time.
0: So what we do basically is we, we've we've already baked that into the design process, the manufacturing process, you know, the assembly process, so that we know that at once this thing has hundreds of hours on it or more. It basically will find a certain final resting position
1: where we want it to be. Everything's a spring.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> a spring? <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. But I guess that brings up another question. Um, what should you play to break in your headphone? Yeah. Or is there different things that break it in differently? Is there a difference in the end result? If you play classical versus rock music when you're breaking in your would it
0: sound different if I use mm-hmm. different music to break it in?
1: Yeah. This is a complicated one. But overall, the answer is kind of yes and no at the same time. Uh, the things you play will, of course, affect how much the driver moves, how fast it moves, the rate at which, the speed, the travel, the extent. Uh, and to some degree, also the heating of the diaphragm, depending on the design. And these things will have an impact on the break-in rate, but not so much the end result. Uh, The end result is the same pretty much either way. Um, It just depends on how quickly you get there. And... I guess there is a trade-off because some people think, well, "I'll just hammer it. I'll crank my volume. I'll walk away. I'll break force. this in in 15 minutes. <laughs> Put some heavy base <laughs> on there for a couple. It, it days. doesn't really work. I tried this. Yeah. You could break some <laughs> things in fast, but there's other things, especially adhesives, that you can't really break in in five minutes. Well, that's the
0: thing. Like people don't realize that it's not. It's not only necessarily the mechanical motion of it, but the adhesive itself probably is still slightly changing or setting up over time. You know, particularly on a newer headphone that was just made in the last few weeks, month, or whatever. You know, the adhesive is set, and they give you specs for that 72 hours or whatever. But the reality of it is what happens after 72 hours, nobody really knows, right? So these are things, these are variables that occur with anything that's assembled over time. And um, it's a variable. And so, yeah, we don't have like a, we just know from our assemblies, we'll tell people, well, 100, 150 hours is usually, for most people, once you reach that amount of playtime on a headphone, you're probably not going to notice huge differences beyond that. It's a good number.
2: I mean, yeah. Uh, just sitting there doing nothing, they slightly change right. just because of that. Exactly. So yeah. th- th- we have rest periods specifically because they do change. Yeah. Yeah,
0: you mean in the assembly process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, where well, we have to let materials settle until yeah. we do the next step because we know that if we don't do that, then as they age, they won't wind up in that ultimate rest state we want them to be in. So, yeah, it's a tricky procedure. But,
1: um, yeah, we got that Yeah, I done. think we talked about that before. But... It's kind of one of those questions of um, if you match something, when was it matched? How was it matched? Um, I think we talked about this in our QC video. But the hope is you always try to design something that wears in to perfection. Doesn't necessarily need to start at perfection. Um, but you want to have a long span of time where it wears in to be perfect. Or as close to perfect as you can get it. The difficulty thing is being able to match uh, driver's to know that they're going to arrive at the right state without having them in that state initially. Yeah, well that's not
0: hard because you if the assembly process is consistent and the materials are consistently the same materials then you pretty much know that the one you made, you know, after a month of making it, you know, 3 years later if you a month after making it it's still going to be the same. You know what I mean that that month period at that month period you know or 2 months later or 3 months out from making it you you still you know you know it's gonna, where it's going to be relative to brand new.
1: I guess the end result is what you play does have an impact on the break-in, but it really only varies the time required. Um, and as a general rule, it doesn't matter that much. Moderate listening level, most music is fine. If you don't listen to stuff with heavy bass, and it doesn't really matter that much if you break it in with heavy bass, um, I don't think we've
0: narrowed it down like we've never really tried like yeah, not really. you know we usually do we I always recommend use some sort of dynamic music you know and it, it could have heavy bass but as long as it's got dynamics where something's hitting yeah. you know all, on a regular basis a beat to it I think you're in pretty good shape you know yeah it doesn't really matter yeah, but yeah. But something
1: the, with a little bit of travel is good a little bit of bass Yeah. it's fine yeah I mean you know if you're playing opera or something
0: and there's like one person singing it's Almost monotone in nature. It's probably not as good as having something that's got more things going on. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty
2: much a duration thing. Is how hard you beat on them. Yeah,
0: to a point. But then you know you could go overboard. So don't 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 think that you should beat on it. The reality of it is there's no speeding up the process. It's all gonna in the end it's all gonna level out. It's just gonna take weeks or months or whatever to really get to that that resting point. It's kind of like that old leather shoe that you love to wear. That. When you first put it on, it was stiff as hell, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and now you never want to get a new pair of shoes because everything you put on new feels stiff as hell, and this old shoe's
2: great. Yeah, and, start that process over again. Yeah, right.
0: So, I mean, but, th- you know, it's not a long process, but by the same token, you know, it's something that you should expect. Don't, don't, you should never take a brand new pointer headphone or any speaker out the box and expect that's its final sound. It doesn't work, brand new. It's not, n- no speaker I know of. That's his final sound. Doesn't happen like that. It takes time, and play time. It's just
1: the way it's. You would have to pre-break it in. From well, yeah, that, that is how you would do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and but that, it yeah. takes long enough on most planers that that's not feasible to have it perfect out of the box. To have it fully broken in, um, it you'd expect a hundred, maybe two, three hundred hours, depending on volume and stuff. But yeah, you really can't just crank the volume and expect it to happen in, in 15 minutes. Yeah, I think that's you've got a off, recommended approach.
0: You went out like a few hundred hours with it and you said pretty much at that point it's done. Yeah, yeah. You know?
2: Anything over 150, you can't tell. Yeah,
0: it starts to get to a point where the, the variations are, not. you're not going to notice it from listening session to listening no. session. It's not going to be
2: something.
1: Most of it up. happens quick. Five hours, 10, 20 hours, that's where a lot of it happens and it kind of fades away but it depends on your volume, depends on your music. Yeah, that's a slower
0: too. process as time goes on, you know. The change, until it settles in. So that's breaking on a headphone, speakers, steel,
1: ships, airplanes. I don't yeah, know what going to cover. Silicone. Pressure vessels. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about batteries? Do batteries break in on, yes, the, so yeah. on the new electric cars?
1: Everyone tells you not to measure capacity. Yeah. Uh, like if you're buying an RC pack, yeah. uh, everyone tells you not to measure capacity without a cycle on it. Yeah. At least yeah. one cycle. Usually the capacity grows, you can measure this you put one, two, three, four, five cycles on a battery and you measure the capacity. Usually it'll go up a little bit before it starts going down. Mm. Depends on the chemistry, the design. Everyone different. figured
0: that out on like a Tesla car or something like that. With the, how many cycles you go through? Or not really. Well, I mean, people don't really Driving measure it. Driving varies. Yeah, it's yeah, not, it's, it's not complicated. A, yeah, you need right. to have controlled
1: temperature and conditions yeah, right. and all that. Yeah, there's no way to tell. Mm. Yeah.
0: Just know that it'll happen. It's kind of like with the headphones. Just know that it'll happen and just let it, let it rip for a few hundred hours. And we're good. Thanks everybody for watching, take care of yourselves, have a good one.